Welcome to The Joe Show. I am Joe, your host. I'm so glad that you are here. Any of the topics that we are talking about, make sure you go check us out at Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook, Instagram at the underscore Joe Show 20, and r slash TJS on Reddit. Last week, we did a little bit of a news break. Then we uh, did Am I the Asshole? And then we talked a little bit about what's going on for your future. You know, what you have planned for the future, right? And I thought that was a good episode. I was like, nothing else is in the news. We are good. Till freaking Cat Williams came back. (laughs) That man came out and he started spilling the truth. Now, let me tell you something. I know people might have a certain, they might have opinions about what Cat Williams said. You know, some people might believe him. Some people might not. But there's one thing (laughs) that I, um, there's one thing you can say about Cat Williams is, you know, that's what he do. He go out there and he just starts saying shit, right? Um, If you go watch any of his uh, uh, comedy Right. Any of his comedy, he talks about stuff that happens in the real world. He talks about just um, uh, truthful stuff and he breaks it down. Right. And he makes it funny. Basically, what he did on Shannon Sharp's show is what he does in his comedy. Right. He takes a serious situation. He'll give you a little bit of truth with it or what he thinks is truth. And he'll make it funny. Right. I relied on Cat Williams so much, right, to talk about world events and stuff. I was like, when COVID was going on, uh, when COVID was going on, when we had uh, uh, all this stuff going on with the presidency and everything like that, I was looking around, I was like, where Cat Williams at? Cat Williams needs to do a special and talk about what's going on. Because he's one of those uh, people who, like I said, he talks about real stuff but makes it funny, right? One of my favorite bits that he does is when he was talking about how the government lies to us, right? Or how the media lies to us. And his bit was about there was these um, people, they'll talk, the news media will say something like, oh, the police were in a gunfight with so-and-so person, right? And then they'll show you the clip. And Cat Williams was talking about how the news will tell you that, but then show you the clip. And the clip is completely different than what they said. They'd be like, the cops would be like, yes, we were involved in a gun, uh, a shootout with this particular person. And then what you see on the, the clip that the news shows is the police filling somebody with 10 bullets, you know, and he was making that comparison. Right. And he was basically talking about how the media is fucked up and how they tell us lies and stuff like that. So he's he's that kind of person. So with that knowledge of me knowing Cat Williams and listening to all his specials and knowing how he is and he uh, watching that those videos. Right. I would. It's Cat. It's Cat, man. (laughs) I didn't see anything wrong with it. Now, do I know the stuff that he was saying was truthful? I don't know. I don't know at all. But. We can't we can't say nothing until everybody else come out. Until Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, Ricky Smiley, until these people come out and start saying something, we don't know. We just take it as truth. 
Well, we got to do our own research about what's going on, right? Uh, people are calling him crazy, you know, so he's got a mental illness, you know. Um, people talk about, you know, he might have been drunk or something. You know, I think he was little, um, uh, little drunk or something, you know, maybe a little tipsy or something. I mean, he denied it multiple times in the interview, but I don't know. What he say? He was like, the truth doesn't need any fuel or something like that. I don't know. But I listened to almost the whole thing. Um, how I stumbled upon, upon it is I was just scrolling through TikTok. And I saw a video of Shannon Sharp's show. And I think I had liked something from him a long time ago or whatever. And so I stumbled upon this video and it's him and Cat Williams. And I'm like, oh, that's Cat Williams. I love his interview. So I started watching the very first clip that I saw. And I'm like, oh, Lord, what is going on here? <laughs> right? And I thought, oh, okay, this is this is something old, right? This is something that um, is old and something I'm only interested in because I love comedians. If you don't believe me, I did a whole damn episode about comedians, I think, last year, right? Or in 2022. So, um, you know, it's like, oh, it's old. So I ain't got to worry about it. This is just something that I like. So I like the video. And I was like, oh, my God. Cat Williams out here just telling it all. And then I kept scrolling. And these videos kept popping up and popping up and popping up. And how I know something is like trending or popping online is my wife. Right. So then my wife came to me and was like, hey, have you seen this stuff about Cat Williams? And I said, oh, hell no. This has got to be brand new. <laughs> I want to know what's happening, right? So then I go to Shannon Sharp's TikTok, and it's just all these clips about Cat Williams and all these, all him, um, all these things, and him talking about all these comedians and everything that's happening with Friday and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is crazy, man. This is real crazy. So I was like, I want to hear the whole thing in in, in its entirety. So I went on to Spotify. I found Shannon Sharp's podcast. I listened to part one. I listened to part two. I, I listened to almost all of part two. I didn't get all the way through it. I was listening to it on a drive. And it was just crazy. Some of the stuff that uh, he was talking about, you know. Um, and what I was really doing is because I'm a truth seeker. I love the truth. I love doing research and stuff like that. Right. So I was really wanting to make sure that what cat was saying was truthful and one of the first ways that you can find that is you just listen to him right he was talking about his life you know he's talking about how he grew up and stuff like that like one of the stories was uh he was talking about steve harvey and how steve harvey said he was homeless living in his car that's a very popular story i think i've talked about that on the podcast it's one of those stories that steve harvey's told and so he was like no nah, steve stole that from me and then he went down in the shannon sharp podcast and started talking about you know his um family life now this is uh if you only listen to the clips that are shown on tiktok or youtube or wherever you're you're finding these clips if you're only listening to that you're not listening to the whole thing because it everything's it connects you know a little bit and so you kind of get a better understanding of who he is um there were some little there were some things like he was talking about his childhood and it kind of just sounded a little wonky but again you <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I don't know what to do about it. 
Uh, I don't know if he's telling the truth with everything. But because usually when he's doing his set, you know, you can you think he does all his research and stuff like that. But I don't know. I think it um, people are upset online because they are like, you know, Cat just doing this because he upset about Bernie and not Bernie. But he's upset about Steve and Cedric and Ricky Smiley being better than him. No, man, I just think it's he is a comedian. He is competitive and I think he's serious about his craft. Right. And it's one of them things when you see somebody doing the same thing you're doing and you know that you can do it better or you think that you can do it better. But you see that they are just um, they are just doing it the easy way and they're just sliding by and people are loving them and they're not putting in that much work. It kind of makes you angry. You know, I talk about that. Uh, there was this um, I went to somebody's wedding one time. Right. And uh, they got a photographer and the photographer uh, pulled out a camera phone. They pulled out their iPhone and they was filming some of the wedding. And I was like, what the hell? You telling me you bought all this equipment, right? You bought all this goddamn equipment, you know, like three to four thousand dollars worth of equipment of lights and cameras and stands and stuff. And you using your goddamn iPhone, you know? And I know why they did it. They said they did it because the iPhone tracks better on video and we got our money shots. You know, the money shots are the kiss, the walking down the aisle, you know, the dance. And that's what they use the iPhone on. Right. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm a photographer. I'm a real photographer. And I would have used my camera. I wouldn't think in my head and be like, this is what I got to do. I know my money shots are the kiss, the walking down the aisle, the dances and stuff like that. And that's going to be moving. If they want video, I'll give them video. That makes my job 10 times, e 10 times easier. If they want pictures, it come a little bit harder. That's where I got to work on my skill. And I got to hone my craft and make sure I know how to do this so I can make sure that these pictures I'm giving to them are damn good. Because that's where, you know, if you make that stuff look good, they might be like, you know what, Joe? Uh, our pictures was so good. We gonna tip you. I'd like whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I gave y'all this price here, and y'all gonna tip me. I mean, I take it. You know, whatever you wanna do, whatever you wanna do, it's fine. It's fine. You can tip me if you want. Cause I had that happen one time. I had a. I did a wedding. They paid me. I gave them their pictures. They were like, "Hey, this was so nice." They paid me an extra two to three hundred dollars. I was like, "What? What? What is this for? What is this for?" And it was like, because you did such a great job. And I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. But it's one of those things where Cat is seeing all these people doing something, right? That he sees them doing comedy. He sees them becoming big and stuff like that. And he's upset because he's grinding. He's writing all his own material and stuff like that. And I do, when he said that, when he was talking about how Cedric and Steve and them, they don't write their own um bits like their own comedy stuff uh i thought i knew that was true i know that was true because you will if you watch their comedy specials you know because everybody you know you watch something on netflix right you watch a comedy special on netflix and they'll roll through the credits right and nobody ever watches the credits you you know you mm, well, what else was on left netflix right 
You never watch the credits, but if you watch the credits, it'll tell you who did what, who did what. And I was watching a Chris Rock special one day. It was Chris Rock and there was another person and it was going through who produced it. It was Chris Rock who edited it. It was Chris Rock who was the director. It was Chris Rock, you know, type of a deal. And then it came to who was writing blah, blah, blah. And I said, who the fuck is blah, blah, blah. Like when they say wrote, okay, because usually when you have writers, you know, in uh, in like movies or something, they're writing the lines or they're writing the story. In this particular thing where you have the comedy uh, special, the writers, they're going to be writing the jokes. <laughs> so if you ain't writing the jokes, I mean, I don't know. Even Joe Coy. At the Emmys, he just recently did the Emmys. He was talking about, hey, I wrote some of these jokes. And some of the jokes y'all laughing at, those, they're my, they're my jokes. But the jokes y'all ain't laughing at was done by the writers. How are you, how in the fuck are you a comedian? You ain't writing your jokes. I thought that's what it was supposed to be. That's what makes you a comedian is you write your jokes. You write them, you craft them, and you find out what's funny. Anything that's not funny, you take out. You know, anything, everything that is funny, you keep in. It's like kind of like me with um, with uh, the podcast. You know, I find what's good and what's not. I'm honing my craft. I'm working on my craft, trying to figure out what is best. What is good for this? Is the music good? Is the camera good? You know, are my vocals good? I'm honing my craft and shaping it to what um, I like and what, what my audience likes. So I can keep them coming back so they find me funny. I just don't know. I just think it's crazy. I would love to hear what you think about the whole Cat Williams thing. Go to Shannon Sharp's podcast. I'm not sitting here promoting him or anything. I'm just saying that it is a good, um, that was a good episode, right? And uh, it was a good episode. Um, I like hearing stuff about comedians. Like Kevin Hart was talking, he has a comedian called Comedy Goldmines. I think I've talked about this on the show before. It's just comedians and Kevin Hart's going back and forth with comedians. You get to hear about their life. You get to hear about their jokes and how they shape jokes and when they become big and stuff like that. He has he, he had um, Steve Harvey on there um, one time, Cedric the Entertainer, but I think my favorite episode was Trevor Noah. And... Um, Marlon Wayans. They just had some real deep stuff on it. But I like hearing stuff like that about comedians. But I want to hear what you think about this whole scoop scaboodle. Okay. Go back, listen to the podcast, or go to YouTube and watch the whole thing. Because I know a lot of y'all already did it. And tell me what you think about it. Do you think Cat Williams was in the wrong? Do you think Cat Williams was, it was right about a lot of that stuff? What do you think about it? Also, too, you got Cat Williams talking about these big black stars. Kevin Hart, Cedric the Entertainer, Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey, right? He's talking about these people. Does that change your perception of them? You know, how does it make you feel that Cat Williams said Steve Harvey had a wig on during the Steve Harvey show? How do you feel that uh, he said that Cedric the Entertainer stole his jokes? How do you feel that he said Ricky Smiley, uh, uh, Ricky Smiley was said that he had a part, but they gave it to Cat Williams, you know? How do you feel about all that? I want to hear from you. Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook, Instagram at the underscore Joe Show 20, and r slash TJS. All right, guys. What are we getting ready to do here? I'm going to take a break, and we're going to be right back with 
am I the asshole? And also, too, I got a question for you. So stay right there, because we're going to be back with more of The Joe Show. little segment I like to call Am I the Asshole? Because that's what it's called. I'm not very uh, good at making up names, you know. Like people ask me, hey Joe, what you want the name of the show to be? And I said, The Joe Show. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> but, yes, this is I Am I the Asshole? And this is where I sit here and I read these stories to I hope y'all like them. I like reading them to you. Um, I make sure with my ADHD, I got to read stuff before. Because if I don't, everything's just going to be bad. And it's still going to be bad because my eyes and my brain and mouth ain't all going to mess up or mesh up. So, here we go. Today, am I the asshole for cursing at my niece when she went into my office when I specifically told her it was off limits to guests? My sister, the guy, the person that our original poster is 28 male, the sister is 33 female, is visiting me this week with her daughter, my niece, who's 13. I was excited to host them in my house as I haven't really seen my family much ever since I moved away from our home state for my career. For context, I'm a lawyer at a large firm. That means I have a lot of work to take home often, which is why I have a room in my house set up as an office. Long story short, when my sister and niece arrived yesterday, and after I helped them get settled in, I told them that there's only one rule that I have for staying in my house. My office is off limits. Fast forward a few hours and everything, let me read that again. Fast forward a few hours and everything's fine and dandy. I'm just sitting on the couch with my sister watching a movie until I get a call from my senior associate at work asking me to do a quick review of a document that was sent to me via email. When I get upstairs, I see the door to my office is wide open and the lights are on. When I go in to investigate, my niece is sitting there in my chair and taking selfies of her feet on my desk. I was beyond furious. I only had one rule for guests at my house and it is to stay out of my office. I have that rule for a reason. Not only would I be a risk of disbarment, oh, sorry, I'm getting into it too much. <clears throat> 
Not only would I be at risk of disbarment, but the integrity of the entire case would be jeopardized if any of the information is leaked. While I'm not accusing her of that specifically, I just don't want uninvolved people in my office taking pictures and posting them on social media where they may or may not be protected information in the view of the camera. I asked her, what the hell was she doing? And she said, I was just curious. I want to be a lawyer like you when I grow up. I told her. <laughs> It's just, it's funny because <laughs> I'm sitting here reading it in the little girl's voice, right? And then I read the, <laughs> it's funnier as I keep reading. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go back. Okay. I asked her what the hell she was doing. And she said, I was just curious. I want to be a lawyer like you when I grow up. And I told her, get the fuck out of here and stay out, you little bitch. <laughs> I read this before, but I did not read this part. I read about half this and I was like, okay, we're going to read this one. It's going to be good. My sister came running, running up the stairs after my niece started crying, and she told me I was a monster for talking like that to a kid. I told her that she had no business being in my office, and my sister said that it doesn't matter because she's just a kid. So, am I the asshole? Yes. Okay? Yes. When I read this, I was like, maybe he's not the asshole, right? I was like, you know, maybe he just went in there and maybe uh, the kid was sensitive. Like, he went in there very nicely and was like, hey, get out of my office. You know you're not supposed to be in there. Kind of a stern, you know, you ain't supposed to be in here, right, type of a deal. And then the kid was sensitive. And then the kid went and go tell told his mom, and now that's what I thought, right? But listen, especially what she said. She said she was curious. I want to be a lawyer like you when I grow up, Right? That's sweet. She wants to be just like her uncle. Now, you can still, like, reprimand her, give her a talking to, right? But you don't say, get the fuck out of here and stay out, stay out, get the fuck out and stay out, you little bitch. You don't say that. Not to a little kid. Ah, man. So, that's just what, I mean, certain people have certain ways they talk to kids and stuff like that. I know a couple people who talk like that, but, you know, maybe they got tough skin or whatever i don't know that's just i think this person is the asshole but let's see what the people say in the comment here Whew. i gotta breathe this is hurting me she's 13 oh okay somebody says she's 13 she was intentionally violating the rules but still what's wrong <laughs> what's wrong with you a solo practitioner appeals and post-convictions -conv work in appointment criminal cases only. Has this to say. The fuck was that? Um, I think 
a fancy pants big firm attorney who has a bunch of privileged crap in their home office, just like I do, would put a fucking <laughs> locking knob on the door and or keep all materials in a lock cabinet where when not in a active when not in active use. You are not adequately protecting these materials. Sure, your front door locks, but once someone is in the house, apparently they could easily get into the stuff without you noticing in time. So, yes, that commentary was very good. Yes, um, if you have um, stuff in your house that you are trying to keep away from people, you should probably lock it up, right? You should probably lock it up. All my podcasting stuff is in a safe area that nowhere one can get into, right? Because this is valuable, right? Like, um, all my cameras and stuff that I have for photography, it's in a safe place. That way nobody can touch them. Why? This stuff expensive, okay? I don't want nobody touching it. I don't want nobody stealing it, okay? That's why I keep it in a safe place. Good on the first comment. Um... It's calling her a bitch that majorly crosses the line for me. Get the fuck out is a bit extreme, but she did intentionally break rules and is old enough to understand that she is breaking the rules. Calling a 13-year-old you bitch is extreme. Personal, unnecessary asshole behavior. He is an asshole. See, that's the only thing that got me. I am not um, calling him an asshole because he was telling her like he was disciplining her i just think he could have went about it a different way it's what i think uh somebody says yeah my daughter can be a huge pain in the ass but i feel like anyone who calls her a bitch would be dead to me Mm. sorry to say this or sorry to say but this kind of name calling points towards a certain attitude towards women in general and possibly some anger issues also uh, I have a toddler and have definitely cursed at him in most fr- uh, in my most frustrating and shameful times. But I never use one to refer to him. I just can't even imagine calling a kid a bitch or a bastard or something similar unless it is uh, in jest. My mom used to call us fuckers affectionately, but we <laughs> were in on the joke. What he said was so, so out of line. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, I think the rest of the comments are going to be the same way. I think they are going to just say, hey, man, you was out of line, okay? And you should not have uh, talked to them the way you talked to them. Um, Like I said, he I know he could probably have a very stressful job. He probably had a very stressful job. Um, and... W- Everything's confidential. He knew he can get in trouble for it. But here's the thing. What I've learned as a parent is that, number one, don't expect anything from your kids. Like, um, when you are, what is it? If my wife goes out somewhere and I have to watch the kids, I don't expect them to be good. Because <laughs> if you expect them to be good, they ain't gonna be good. If you expect them to be bad, they're not gonna be bad. And I don't say bad or good, but you don't. Exp- you just have to make sure that you put in place certain barriers, right? Like, yeah, she's thirteen, but she's still a kid. What I would have did was I would have went in there and be like, "Hey, 
I am going to make sure that this thing is locked. I'm going to make sure this is there is no way you can get in there, right? Because at, at the end of the day, that's your niece, man. That's your blood. And now she's going to remember forever that her uncle told her to get the fuck out of his office and he called you a little bitch. That's what she's going to remember, right? Because when it comes to kids, they don't remember the good stuff. A lot of them don't remember the good stuff. It's all the trauma stuff, you know? At least that's what I remember as a kid. I remember a lot of the trauma stuff that happened to me. I rarely remember any of the good stuff when it comes to certain things like that. Like, I remember people who were mean to me, but the people that were good to me were people that was just, you know, I remember some good things, but a lot of of the bad circumstances, they tend to stick with you more. So, yes, sir, you are an asshole. Now, Go apologize to your sister and go apologize to your niece. Okay? And lock up your stuff. Okay? You a goddamn adult. What you say? 33 years old? You 33 years old. You are 20 years older than your niece. Okay? You need to be more responsible. Okay? That's what you need to be. Okay, I feel like I'm ranting now. We have made it to the 30-minute mark, so that means it's time for me to head out. I think I talked a little bit too much about um, Cat Williams and then the whole Am I the Asshole. It was a very interesting one, but I would love to hear your uh, comments about that. Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook, Instagram at the underscore Joe Show 20. You guys are probably wondering why I'm not talking about TikTok. I'm not talking about TikTok because I recently posted a video and I think it banned, they banned my TikTok. I don't know which video it was or what. But it got banned. So my whole account just, just gone. So we're starting a new one. I don't know the name, so I'm not giving it to you. But make sure you go check us out at Gateway Pro on Facebook, Instagram, at the underscore Joshua 20, r slash TJS on Reddit. Don't forget to check us out on, um, oh, where you get our... Um, uniforms and stuff not uniforms clothing and stuff i can't remember that so i don't know i'm leaving i'll see you guys later it's been a crazy day i'll talk to you guys later i might do like another episode this week because there's more stuff i want to talk about but i gotta go cook dinner and i'm running on a time limit so i will see you guys later thank you guys so so much for listening and watching the joe show bye bye everybody I said, bye-bye, everybody.